Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my Chinterview series. Uh, this is Pip Coleman, and today I am talking to um, a wonderful fellow author by the name of Leanne Blaine, Blaney. I'm making sure I get your name right. Um, and she's uh, she's a fellow author, a speaker, a podcast host and coach, which is how I met her um, because I was invited to have a chat on her podcast, which is very exciting. Um, and she's, um, as I say, she's a podcast host and author and her book is, I just received it today in the mail, which I'm very excited about. It's called Balance Adventure School for Women at 40, which is fantastic, with this me. <laughs> so welcome, Leanne. It's nice to have you here. Oh, thanks so much, Pip. I'm looking forward to chatting in today about the book and just all things that we do. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so it's so really exciting to have someone, another author um, to talk to because I know that you've been through the experience of writing a book and uh, I know that you do other things like I do you have other skills but um, the process of writing a book is such a huge one and uh, so perhaps you could share with everybody what your um, impetus was or what, what was the inspiration to actually write the book in the first place because it's a pretty cool book yeah <laughs> thank you very much yeah I love it I'm very proud of that uh, it was something like a dream of mine to always write a book, although I always thought I would write fiction, not non-fiction, but I'm, I'm still very, very uh, proud of what I've produced. And I, and I suppose the reason why I wanted to write this book was I thought with my coaching business I needed something tangible. So it started off, oh, I need a book. You know, I need to write a book. Everyone's saying you need to write a book. You'll help you get speaking gigs and things like that. Yeah. But I think when it came down to it, I really just wanted to get my story out there Yeah. and help other women because I – I'd been through a whole, you know, journey myself from when I was 40, which is why I picked 40, because yeah. 40 onwards seems to be, uh, you know, when I'm talking to other women, they're going, oh, yeah, same thing's happening to me. I've got the same questions. I'm feeling stuck. You know, I'm bored. I don't know what my passion is. I get all these same things. And it was always from 40 onwards. So I thought, oh, okay, well, th there must be a need out there for women 40 plus to, you know, just have something to get them going to moving through life. And so I thought, okay, well, let's make this a book a little bit about me, like intertwining my story so it would help people get, you know, why I'm writing the book. Yeah. Give them a foundation because a lot of women I talked to hadn't done that personal development, hadn't looked at themselves, was sort of avoiding that. So I thought if I give them something easy and foundational just to work their way through with a few little activities and I call them little lessons at the end, which are my adventure school lessons, just to help them, you know, make that first step and make them easy first steps to get them going on that journey. So it's ended up being one of those very foundational books that's just intertwined my story, which was a really cathartic process. Yeah, I found that too, writing my book, that it was the process of writing the book actually helped me to take my personal development growth to the next level just by actually writing a book. It's amazing, isn't it, just to write down your own story because you think, oh, yeah, I've done the personal development, I've worked out things that are going on for me, I've moved ahead, I'm now a coach. But when you actually go down to write your story and be vulnerable and think, okay, how much do I share of my story? Yeah. And you think, you know, you don't want to be sharing everything because that's not helpful to everyone, but it's just those key points and those key lessons you've learned. But doing that, I actually learn a little bit more about myself each time. I'm thinking, oh, I feel a resistance to that. Why, why would I write about that? So there must be something there. So I'd have to go and address that. So, yeah, it is a very cathartic uh, process, but I think it's well worth getting a story out, even if you don't share it with others. 
just writing it down, that whole process of getting out what's actually happened to you, what you've done, you know, you can realise so many things that's actually happened to you along the way. Yeah, and not just the personal development in terms of the things that are not working, but also celebrating the things that went really well, the things that you did really well, the, the people that you met that made a difference in your life, you know, things like that. It's really important to go back and reflect on the good stuff as well. It definitely is, and that's why one of my chapters is just fully for that, looking back at your achievements, being grateful for what you've done, looking at the little things too, not just the big stuff that happened, but the little stuff. And so by writing a story, I was able to go, oh, yeah, I did do that. I remember that now. And that's going to be a good, you know, story to put in here. And uh, and from what I've learned along the way, great. But, you know, just going, yeah, I did that and being proud of doing that. Yeah, the, the pride, you know, it's but even the, the bit after the writing, did you find that you got to the point where you'd written the book and then then you go, oh, what do I do now? What do I do with this this manuscript? Like who how who can help me with this next step? Like I found that was quite challenging to, you know, oh, now that it's written, I actually have to do something potentially with it, you know. Yeah, I think because I've worked with a mentor, she was very, very good in keeping me focused in what direction I wanted. So I knew the outcome and I wrote the book fairly quickly because I spent a weekend just, you know, going, this is what I want to do. You know, I had all my chapters and then what am I going to write in each chapter? And so it was like a weekend. I had, a, you know, structure, some sort of structure to what I wanted. And then it only took me a couple of months to write it. So and I was very clear then, OK, well, I want to publish this book. And she helped me do that. She helped me get it onto Amazon because I... I didn't know this stuff like what do you do like yeah you write a book what do you do then so <laughs> I did work with somebody who knew that so it, it did shortcut a lot of things because I had somebody who was experienced in that area yeah that was a big thing for me too I was really grateful for Ocean Reef Publishing and the the team who helped me to put everything together and and work out what happens after that you know how do you do the marketing how do you get it out there how do you put it you know how do you make an ebook? You know all those sorts of things, as well as the hard copy and the printing and the editing. How, I don't. How many times have you read your book? Do you think over the course of it? <laughs> so many. I think I know it pretty well now. <laughs> and you still pick up things, don't you? Like you still go back and go, oh, maybe I would have tweaked that if I'd picked that up. But you, you know, you do get so used to reading it, reading it, and you go, oh, I need someone else to have a look at it now. Yes. <laughs> And even now, I've, I've been doing these fantastic, these interviews have been super fun. Um, and because I'm interviewing other authors and they're reading my book as well, and we're sort of reading each other's books, it's really interesting because they are now still picking up things that are like, oh, did you realise that this was in it? Or did you realise that that was missing or whatever? And on certain pages, and it's like, oh, really? So it's good because when I get to the next print run, I can do a few little tweaks um, on it which is really cool so yeah so the fabulous thing about it is that I, I just love the, the the fact that it's called adventure school like I think that's a really cool um, it was an enticing thing for me um, because when you invited me to go onto your podcast I thought it was fabulous and I was really excited about talking about my book and I didn't realize at that point that you had a book too so when I was looking at your website and I thought oh my god that sounds amazing like I'd love to read that book and uh, so I'm really um, curious what do you think what you would like for people to get out of your book when they read it I think the main thing is that because I love adventures and I'm a certified bucket list coach I want to get them to the point where they can go out doing those adventures and feeling as though 
yeah, this is what life's all about. But sometimes that's a bit too much for people. They need to get a little bit of stability, a little bit of certainty, be a bit more grounded. And so that's what the book is for, to, to lead up to all the adventures. So it's that foundation to go, okay, I'm feeling a bit more grounded now. I feel centred. So when things start coming at me, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I feel actually I'm in control of my life now and things are just not, you know, things happening to me all the time. Yep. So, And that's where I wanted the very last chapter is about adventures ahead and that's leading them into what can I do now for myself? And I have this list of 101 inspirational adventures at the end that they can go, oh, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that and they can tick them off. That's so it's all awesome. about getting, yeah, it's getting that from, you know, really that when they're not balanced and not calm and they've got all this uncertainty in their lives to the point where they go, right, I'm ready to go live my life and start, you know, doing all that exciting stuff. Yeah. Cool. Like learn to belly dance. I just read here on page 266. (laughs) That was fun. I remember doing that. I remember doing that when I went to Egypt. That was fantastic to learn a belly belly dance. Yeah, yeah, that's like attended Elvis Festival. (laughs) Fantastic. Have you been to an Elvis Festival? Is that actually like a particular suggestion? It's on my bucket list actually. I'd love to because I've got friends. I've got a friend in Orange and she goes every year to Canberra where they do the Elvis Festival. And I see her photos and I go, oh, I just love it because the atmosphere, they're all dressing up, they're all along the road with the parade, having fun. I just want to be in that atmosphere. It's, I mean, I love Elvis, but you don't have to love Elvis to go and just enjoy that sort of atmosphere. So right. it's just putting yourself out of that comfort zone and doing things that are a bit different and just experiencing, you know, people are passionate about things. And I love watching them when they're passionate about stuff. <laughs> Even now, you could transpose whatever you wanted into that festival. You know, you could say if you've had a desire to, you know, go to a – I know my my mum loves quilting and my sister's really into scrapbooking and so there's this quilting and scrapbooking expo thing that happens every July, well, normally. Um, and, and I said to my mum, I was like, oh, you should come over and, and go to this festival. And she's like, I'm so excited, you know, and that's not something that I would be – necessarily interested in but imagine going to a space where yeah there's lots of people who are into Elvis or there's lots of people who are into you know certain type of um you know dance or or whatever you know and it would be it's always fun to be like you say somewhere where people are really passionate about what they do which is awesome so yeah I love I love all these suggestions that's that's such a great idea (laughs) elope and get married okay (laughs) Yeah, some people get too caught up in the whole structure of getting married. I think we'll go and hope. <laughs> Just you know, yeah. I love that. That's so good. But yeah, so the um is there any exercise in here that you would I mean, would is it good for people to sort of start at the beginning of the book or would you say that it's okay for people to just open up and just do a chapter? Are you do you think it's important that they do from step one to the end or have you set it up so that people can kind of pick and choose what they feel they need? I suppose the first couple of chapters talk about being brave and, you know, looking in deep and starting to go, okay, what's what, what's happening to me? So the first couple of chapters, if you do those, then you can actually go anywhere because when I do a, um, any speaking gigs, I do talk on, on the book and I do discover the 10 secrets to balance. So out of those 10 things which come, you know, after the first couple of chapters, you can do anything. You can go to the nature chapter or you can go to the compassion chapter or go to the achievement one. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you like, I mean, I'm very much, I read from beginning to end. I can't just go all over the place. But I know some people love to just pick it up and go, wow, look at that. It's made to the adventure school lessons. I did put them all just in one little area at the back. So if you just even wanted to do the lessons, go, oh, 
I might go declutter because I talk about decluttering it in one little section of your space. So oh, I might go and pick five things I just want to declutter. And you yeah. can do that without having to know everything that's happened in the book. Yeah, that's cool. I noticed you've got a 30-day challenge at the back that says that you can sort of do a certain thing each day and, you know, kind of embrace some of the some of the adventure school lessons in that 30-day challenge, which I like. I like that concept of makes it really simple and easy. You know, it's it's yeah, it's not too um yeah, too overwhelming when you feel like you just do a little task each day, like step by step. Um, but, yeah, I've had someone speak to me just recently about my book and they were saying that they liked to just open it up like an oracle and, mm. and read a funny story or read a sad story or or read a, a spiritual story and whatever they need on that day they're getting, which I think is really cool. And I had never thought of it as an oracle, um, but I love that concept of that. And so I'm thinking about on the second edition making a note of at the front of the book that you can use it as an oracle. And, uh, yeah, it's just people are giving me so many great ideas. And are you finding that you're getting, you know, what sort of feedback are you getting from the book now that people are actually starting to read it? I'm getting a lot of them say, oh, do I have to be 40 to read it? I said, no, this is oh. all these activities for anybody. It's just that's the market that seems to come to me. And that's when I had my sort of, not epiphany, I don't really like that word, but it was more when I had that change where I realised that I wanted to get more out of life, it was at 40. So I thought, well, I'll write to that market um, because I was having a lot of clients come at that time. But yeah. it really, it, it's been great that I've had, you know, younger ones in their 20s read it and say, oh, I love that. Can you put a bit more in about this? Or maybe your inspirational adventures could be more that we would do. And I said, well, I've tried to sort of cater for everyone because it's just they are inspirational adventures. Yeah. And it inspires people just to step out of your comfort zone. And that's all I'm trying to do. Whoever reads it, you know, men, women, whoever, it's it's all able to be done as activities for anybody that can actually just push that little bit out of your comfort zone so you can grow and yes. and, that's, and getting them a little bit of calm in their lives. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I do love that people talking about different things are thinking, oh, maybe I should just write a second book, you know, that just goes yeah. on with this one. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. I think that's um, there's definitely <gasps> that. Or you could, um, yeah, like you said, have a second edition that has some a few additional bits and pieces in it now that you've got some feedback from people. Um, I think that would be interesting. I know um, people have said to me that the there's bits in there where I've told stories and I've said to the person, you know, you're in the book just so you know, and I've told a story about whatever. There's a funny story, for example, about um, a donkey where this girl gets bitten on her finger by a donkey and the donkey won't let go and it's sort of like this funny story. Anyway, I've now spoken to her and she said, do you remember what happened after that, you know, that incident? And I was like, well, no, I don't really remember what happened after that because the donkey story kind of filled up my fills up my head you know and mm -hmm. so what I'd like to do in a way is when we do the second edition is to add in her perspective of perhaps of the story so that other people can have like almost a rebuttal <laughs> you know yeah. this is what I thought happened and this is what they thought happened and and maybe have a little bit of a perspective which I thought was interesting so yeah yeah, no, yeah I've, I've had um, a few people say to me oh 101 inspirational adventures can you do one for couples? Can you do one for families? And then I recently, can you do one for singles? So now that's like morphing into its own little thing. So I'm in the middle of making up a couple of little ebooks of 
you know, addressing all those different ones because people are saying, yeah, I love this. I want more. So mm-hmm. they want that, don't they? So if you're, even with the stories, you're thinking, well, what else happened there? I said, oh, well, I can tell you now, but maybe next time I'll just expand that story a little bit more as well in, in the book. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Uh, so it's really cool. Is there anything that you um, feel is kind of has been the most shift for you? Like when you, in terms of the the exercise or the 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 um, experience for you that kind of shifted you the most? Um, I think just by writing the book gave me confidence to talk my message. So what I've found is when I'm going out there doing public speaking, because being very much the introvert who hated public speaking at the beginning of my business journey, I'm going, oh, how am I going to do this? It actually was that confidence to go, yeah, well, this is my story. I've written about it. People love it. So then I sort of had that shift of, well, they're going to love me speaking it. So now I go out there and teach. I take 10, 10, chapter, 10 chapters there. I just take it and say 10 secrets to balance. And people love that. And they come up to me and go, I want your book. Can I have your book? So that they get more information because obviously you can only just do little aspects of each one when you're, when you're speaking. So I think it was that shift of confidence more than anything that, yeah, people are, are interested in my story. And when they hear your story, they get, oh, they get interested and curious more about you. Yes. And not necessarily to work with you. It can be that. It can be referrals. It can be just, you know, meeting these wonderful people out there. So I've had a real shift in who I thought I was so I thought this person at home that could write books forever (laughs) and then I just love to get out and talk to people so that's where I think the biggest shift has come for me oh that's fantastic and I love that concept of making it really um digestible for people by having the 10 steps to balance that's great it makes it um yeah people can sort of sit there and go okay I'll take those 10 steps away or they can take it to another level and read more about it or they can also join the adventure school which is a program that you do correct it's a facebook group that i have adventure school with Dan. so it's like just getting people talking about all that fun stuff and thinking about what they've done and thinking what they want to do and it, that bucket list and not just travel so it's just a community more than anything at the moment mm-hmm. uh, i'd love to build it more eventually but at the moment i just love getting women in there talking about all these things and getting excited about life again and sharing photos of what they're doing because a lot of other groups are more about, you know, business tips and (laughs) Facebook groups and you think, oh, I mean, I've been in and out of them myself. But I get a lot of women who just love to come in and out every day and they go, oh, yeah, I love that. Oh, here's a photo of me and, you know, just doing this. And, yeah, and I'll I'll say things like, oh, on my bucket list I want to go to the Scottish Isles. Who's been there? And you get all these people going, oh, look at this. I've been there. Here's a photo. Or I went to these places. So, Yes. It's getting that excitement. So that's why I love Adventure School because it does build that anticipation. And for anyone who's a bit, a little bit, you know, scared about sort of taking on different things that they want to do because everyone thinks, oh, bucket list travel. No. <laughs> we talk about lots of other stuff that you can do, like what you just read out of the Inspirational Adventures. So yeah. it's just yeah. getting that community and getting people confident and thinking, well, actually, even in my local area, there's a heap of things that I can do that I've never done. Right, it doesn't have to be an international trip as your first thing it can be. It can be going and eating at a restaurant that you've never eaten at before. Mm. Um, You know, I remember um, one year on my birthday I said that I wanted to, it might have even been my 40th actually now that I think of it, that I wanted to go to an African restaurant and eat 
um, in Melbourne, obviously, there's food of every culture that you can possibly think of. And I remember going and picking, we picked the restaurant and, and the group of us went and ate African food. And it was really nice to be actually eating in a place where we've never eaten before. And some of the people, I mean, I've been to Africa myself, so, um, but this was actually the a cuisine of a particular part of Africa that we went to, that um, we ate at. But it was just really interesting because it's not like I have to, you don't have to travel all the way to Africa to eat mm. African food and you don't have to go to Egypt I mean I have been to Egypt but you don't have to go to Egypt to learn to belly dance you can go somewhere locally and and do that as well so I think that's fantastic it's a great great tip yeah and it, it just gets people stop thinking that it's not travel it's not adrenaline rush things I mean you can do that I mean I do have a couple of adrenaline rush things on my list but I've also got a really holistic list of things that I want to do and I've I haven't done belly dancing yet. That is one of the things I want to do. I want to dress up in a sumo suit and wrestle with somebody. You know, I just can you and stop taking life so serious all the time. This is what I want to do. And and like you, I went and tried the local Turkish restaurant that I hadn't tried. And I hadn't hadn't been to Turkey, never had Turkish food before. And it was just amazing to spend that time with friends. And to me, that's your adventure. You know, what is different? What is variety? What is something you can do differently? And and do it every day. That's yes. what I like. Yeah. yeah, pick a different thing each day and it can be a little thing. It could be try meditation for the first time or it could be, you know, um, link up with someone and go for a walk where you've never walked before, you know. Mm. Uh, I found a track here on Phillip Island that I've never, didn't even know was there the other day. <laughs> so now I've discovered something new. So I think it's amazing what you can find in your local environment as well. Yeah, so Yay. So, Leanne, thank you for coming and chatting with me today. Um, where can we find you? Where can people find you? You said on Facebook, but is it what's the Facebook group called? So the Facebook group is Adventure School with Leanne. Um, or you can just find me on my website, which is leanneblaney.com, and it has all the links on there as well. So you can go through. And I'll obviously post them underneath this video as well so people know where to find you. And, uh, and yeah, they can listen to uh, your podcast, which is um, Ignite Your Life, correct? That's right, yes. Yes. I was, I was like, oh, I hope I get it right. <laughs> just, I wasn't even looking at my piece of paper. I was like, I was only just on there a minute ago. So thank you so much for joining me. And um, I look forward to going through the exercises and ticking off all the, um, the fabulous things to do. And uh, thank you so much for joining me. It was great. You're welcome. I had a great time. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. I'll see you soon. Thanks, Pip.